Welcome, boys. How are we all? Happy Sunday. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. How are we all doing? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Good, good. Thanks, Sam. Nice and uh, chatty this evening. (laughs) (laughs) Special episode of the podcast tonight because it is, what are we on? Two hours before the Super Bowl starts. Yeah. And uh, as we all know, I am now Super Bowl, American football's biggest fan. So <laughs> And expert. And expert, don't forget that. <laughs> only know two positions, tight end and quarterback. They're the two ones that I, I, I can't all remember. You need, that's all you need. That's all I need. So um, it's also a special episode because we're going to be discussing conspiracy theories, which Ooh. get me very excited. Maybe one's a little bit of a joke, but the other two, it could get serious. So, I've got Callum, expert on this sort of shit. Uh, Sad bastard, basically. Yeah. (laughs) Spends all his time. Sad Joe Rogan bastard. Yeah. (laughs) Listening. So, we've got an expert on there. Barzy's the, you know, enthusiast. (laughs) Uh, um, I'll I'll join that category with you, Barzy. You're just clueless. Yeah. Yeah, which is the clown. (laughs) (laughs) So, as usual, we're going to go through a bit, a artist and a film that we've all been watching listening to this week um so b-dog you've introduced us to if you'd like to introduce the beer yeah it's uh, very nice sierra nevada for with it being uh, super bowl week yep we take a trip over across the pond it's a nice little californian ipa bit of a big account it's not a, it's a 355 it's a 330 Ooh. which is a bit rogue from the old Americans. Well, didn't notice that. Didn't actually yeah. notice that. That's well weird. So, yeah. Cowboy from the Cowboys. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's nice. It's just exactly. it's, it's just your, your bog standard IPA. Like if you were to say, what is an IPA? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I actually quite like it and I'm not really an IPA man, as you probably know. But it's actually quite nice. It is citrusy. It's like a little fruity and it's not too bitter either. That's a big thing. Keyword, uh, I think here, sessionable. Yeah. Sessionable ale. What does that mean? Tonight it's, is a session. Because right? you can you can session drink. Yeah, you, you can, can have lots of them. Is that so actually what it means? Yeah. So like it's something like a Guinness. Like it's so thick and heavy. You can't have many of them before you're like, oh, I mean, not not necessarily drunk, but I'm like, I'm full. Yeah. You had a, you had a couple of substantial meals. Yeah. Whereas this is sessionable, and that's that's key for tonight, I think. I'll give you good marks on this. To be fair, it's actually quite nice, and it's very themed. It is yeah. very themed. What what are we what are we giving it for the uh, on the scores front? I think I'm going for a nine for the fact that it's themed and I mean it's a bit more enjoyable than drinking a lager in it. You know, it's got a bit more yeah. flavour to it. So I'd probably go for an eight point five. Ooh, bit, bit high. Um, it is better than a lager. Most lagers, I'll give it seven point four. Which is actually lower than what I gave the Sam Adams one last yeah. week. But I should have given the Sam Adams one like five. <laughs> <laughs> brutal, brutal. Yeah, I'm gonna give this one a. I give it a, a eight point eight. Eight point eight. And you're an IPA man, so that is yeah. high praise. IPA man, that is me. As you compared me to a Amy's ex boyfriend Teddy from Brooklyn Nine Nine last week. Yes, that is true. <laughs> That is very true. But that's high praise. Have either of you seen the Saturday Night Live sketch with Andy Samberg, where he does Nicolas Cage with Nicolas Cage? 
No. Right, right. Wait, when we're done with this, watch it. It's so funny. <laughs> Just going back and forth, doing Nicholas and Cage pressions to his face. It's class. <laughs> Love it. Love it. So, while we're on this topic, I actually just thought then, Callum, with you not being a, much of an alcoholic drinker, mm. what, what have you got in mind? I just thought about next week's uh, beer okay. choice. Well, I'm, I'm going to do a bit of research. I'm going to try and find something interesting, something interesting, something a bit different. It's okay. going to be a beer. It's going to be alcoholic beer. So we can count on you not to have a blue label, yeah? Yes. <laughs> it's going to be legit APV, ABV. It's going to have actual <laughs> alcoholicness in it. But I don't know what it's going to be yet. I'll research and then I'll pick a nice one. But this, but you set the bar high at Barsley. That's a strong entry. I'm, I'm actually, I just like the name, I, I, to be fair. I thought Rishi would like it, but I'm very <laughs> shocked you like it, Cal. Yeah. The name, I, I don't know, maybe because I'm biased towards America, but I think that it's might actually be why I like it's it. Got, it's got a nice can as well. It's, it's a nice cool can. can. Yeah. Well it's got smart. a beach on it. Reminds you of non-COVID times. Oh God! The... Yeah. Should we see where it was brewed? Brewed in Mills River, USA. Oh, huh. Ooh, it's, actually come. it's actually come. It's actually come. Not like, Not like a... where was Sam Adams brewed? Manchester or something? Manchester, yeah. Yeah, imported to to the London. So actually, it's brewed in a double points there. That's double my score bars. So you get fifteen. <laughs> fifteen out of ten. <laughs> Authenticity. Was it five fifty for four cans? It's not too bad. No, price you want. I think I paid like two quid each for those bottles last week. Yes, that was a waste of money. It's like piss. (laughs) 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 Well, it's better than boys. Not quite piss. Premium piss. Yeah, premium piss. (laughs) Yeah, you can never get. Is there? Is it like a such thing as a nice tasting lager? Like Peroni when you're pissed. Do you drink? Does anybody drink lager and think, whoa, this is tasty? Yeah, yeah. genuinely, when you piss, Peroni is actually really, really nice. I think it's been a long time, but I, I do think that's the one beer I could drink a lot of. I think you can't get as much like flavours out of a lager. Like a lager is a lager. So, yeah. Would you class Corona as a lager? Yes. Well, what else? That's is nice. It? A beer. It's not like a lager. It's not like a draft beer, is it? You probably can't get a draft, but it's not a drafty yeah. beer. Yeah, but it's not primarily. It, Cal, it's a lager. <laughs> I think there's different types of lager. Well, I mean, probably, but Corona's not anything else. <laughs> I, would, I would have said it's a like a a light party beer. Like a, <laughs> a light Desperados. Party beer. You couldn't call a Desperados a, a, a draft beer, would you? You don't get like... Or a Sol. You wouldn't call Sol a lager. Yes, it is. It's just because it's not commonly on tap in UK pubs doesn't mean it's not a lager. I think there's two types. There's tap lager and then there's bottled <laughs> lager. Whichever right. is most common, that's what it falls into. Rishi, can we move on? Because he's just talking yeah. nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> End of that. Second, you can throw, you can't throw Corona and Fosters into the same batch. Like That's just unfair. Unfair with Fosters. Fosters is a premium uni beer. £2.20 yeah. at the Duck and Scholar first year of uni. Perfect. Yeah, mine was one ninety at the TAF. Never never to go there again, I hope. <laughs> Horrible. I hope I never Horrible. stoop as low in my life. <laughs> yeah, they were good, good times, Barnsley. Remember when you got Club of the Week? That was cool. Yeah. UK Headline. Club of the Week. Yeah. Front page. Yeah. Headline, yeah. It's like famous. We have got a celebrity fun. on the podcast. <laughs> True, true, true. So we'll move on from that because Callum ruined it. Um, 
saying the <laughs> truth. <laughs> we'll go, we'll take the focus away from Callum for like two minutes. Uh, I'll move on to the film, which was picked by me this week, um, which was The Hurt Locker. So, if I'm honest with you, lads, I just I was just scrolling through Netflix when you asked me what film we were watching, and it was like the second one that I saw. So that was <laughs> the reason that I'm doing it. Um, if anyone noticed, Rushi is far, far, far from the film, film expert. Yeah. I'm He's awful. seen about 12. Yeah, very true. <laughs> but there's one thing I do love. I was thinking about this. Callum with uh, Western films. I'm like that, but obviously on a smaller scale with war films. Like, I love war films. Yeah. If I have to watch anything like... American Sniper, I, I love that. Yeah. And anything that's war themed, just to get yeah. to go in terms of like, modern war or <laughs> World War II style. Oh, modern war, yeah. Or right. like Saving Private Ryan, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Dean Fiore with Brad Pitt. That the one with the, the tanks. Yeah. 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 Enjoyed that. That's a good film. 1917. Yeah. Mm, I mean, not that much. Dunkirk, not that good. But like, I don't know. War High themed. action. Yeah. Yeah. There, that's my, that's my like yeah. vibe. Um, so yeah, I, I to be honest with you, I thought really enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was pretty decent. And considering I don't really watch films, it only took me two like sessions to watch it. So I had to <laughs> it's really it. well done for <laughs> Couldn't watch it through. That's so that's good. I had to watch I watched Greenland today, another another news. Five sessions. I had to sit down and watch it in five chunks. Greenland. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's a new a new one on Amazon Prime. Nice. But anyway, uh yeah, Hurt Locker. Very enjoyable for me. Nine out of ten. Yeah, it's it's. I give it a I give it a, an eight point five, but it is it's a really good film. And here's my fact about it: yeah. it won an Oscar, beat Avatar to an Oscar, and the budget but, was like yeah. So the Avatar was nominated the same year, and it had the like a hundredth of the budget, and it was also James Cameron's ex-wife. James Cameron directed Avatar. <laughs> it was um, Catherine Bigelow who directed Hurt Locker. Yeah. I mean, it might be my hot take, but I think Avatar might be one of the most overrated films of all time. If yeah. you like, it was only like if you take away, like, so if you go watch it now, you think, great, but because of because of the CGI at the time, it was like, well, this is unreal. Yeah, but it was only really good because of that, in my eyes, anyway. Me and Stevie tried to watch it in summer. We watched like three sessions worth. We've got fifteen minutes left, and I had no desire to finish it. I'm not even seeing the end of it, and I've watched like I've watched more than three quarters of it. It's a long film, but I just don't want to see the end. Yeah, I don't care about it anymore. So we just keep going in and out of being an avatar yeah. for the last half of the film. And the fact it's taken so long to make a second one, like, oh, what the fuck are they doing? And they still not made a second one. No. Well, the thing is, apparently they've made it for ages, and they're actually on. I think they said that. I think they've finished three as well. But they're sort of waiting long, and then release, releasing them a lot quicker because they've had to wait so long for two. Really? Sure, that's what I heard. But surely, if a film's ready, you just release it. You'd think so. Well, they miss a boat now. Jesus. Yeah, I know. Miss the boat. Well, no, the Hurlocker, unreal. Love Jeremy Renner as well. He is quality. He's a really good actor. Which he... Marvel guy does he play? Hawkeye, the bowman. Is he the little guy who was doing all the the bomb? Display? Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't I thought I recognised him. He's a sick actor. He's the one that was in the town. Yeah, that Boston film of the week with Ben Affleck. You watched it? I've watched that. Yeah, we, mm. I'd suggest it the other week, and you watched it. Did I enjoy it. The, the bank robber ones. Oh yeah, yeah. that yeah. was sick. I enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I 
idea. See, I've watched got... four films in the last two weeks. Ooh. <laughs> Overloading your brain, mate. It's yeah. melting. <laughs> no, actually, I actually watched five. I watched another one in the week. It was some rubbish. Night Watcher. About a guy who videos crime, videos stuff. Nightcrawler with Jack Gyllenhaal in. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. One where he videos, um, like, news. And then yeah, self- yeah, he's got, yeah, like, yeah. a weird blink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, awful film. Awful film. Oh, yeah, I, I watch half it. Stops it. That's yeah. what I should have done. Yeah. yeah. What, what, are you, what are you giving her, like, a cow? That's it's got to be in the nines. It's, like, it's, one of, it's almost a perfect film for what it is. Yeah, like, true. That's a good point, actually. If you're thinking, like, if you're trying to treat on an individual basis, like, they couldn't have made that film any better, really. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'll give it a nine. 9.5. Huge. Ooh. That's high praise. <laughs> That's a good score. Yeah. yeah so It's, it's pretty mad good. at the start, though. His, his head explodes. Yeah. In his helmet. But in his helmet. What, slight issue with that. He was out of the kill zone when the blast went off. I thought he was way too far away. Uh, yeah. He was, yeah. was he? I don't think yeah. he said he was out of the kill no, zone. he was, because he said, he was giving him a countdown of how far away he was, and he said 25 metres, and then it was another 10, 15 seconds, but he was running of the guy holding the phone, and they were about to shoot him, and he was still running. So I don't know how... Might, have been, might not have been continuous. Have been I, continuous. Just, I very much in the same thing as Callum, because I remember when I watched it, I thought, they're not going to kill him out the out the film here. Like he's miles away from the blast. Like yeah, yeah. But the kill zone is only ever an estimate. I was I because I researched it because I was like, well, how's that happen then? Because but apparently the suit the suit is only like designed like it can't it can't stop the force of a bomb blast. Like a suit's not stopping like all that force just sending your organs out your body. Um, all it's, all it's going to do really is keep your organs in the suit. <laughs> Is that no, what happens actually, when there's a blast goes off? Your organs perforate your skin. It's like it's like it's like when you're in a you know when you're like in a in a car accident and your yeah. organs can go forward. So say for example, if your your body hits the suit and then your organs just keep going until they go out your body, that's yeah. where that blood comes from. Like his brain will like smushed against his skull, his lungs and heart will have smushed against his ribs. Jesus, it's sort of just melted pretty much. I thought that. Bond like the the like the force of bombs was like debris getting exploded and like shredding you to death. Yeah, yeah, that I mean that probably happened first. But if you're in a suit like that, that will stop the debris, but it's not going to stop the shock wave. You're right. Melting That's your organs. What is mad though is it if a grenade goes off, a body absorbs a blow. Just one single body hmm. will absorb the blow, and it will save everyone else. Yeah. If you like, people jump on grenades. Yeah. This has been a nicer, nicer tangent. Talking about bodies being blown up in explosions. We're so good, we're so good at just talking about a topic and then just talking about something else. Yeah. This is heavily related. This is all ex- war explosions. But now, yeah. good suggestion. Oscar winner, first Oscar winner that's been suggested. Slight cheat because you can't really pick a wrong pick wrong if you pick an Oscar winner. Actually, <laughs> yes, you can. You can because there's a film. I can't remember what it's called, but it won an Oscar a couple of years ago. Shape of Water. Oh my god, that is the most worst film I've ever watched, and it won an Oscar for Best Picture. It's worst so film dull. I've ever watched. It's almost as dull as Gravity. High praise. It's not high, low praise this time. Not Nicolas Cage. It was. There's no words said, and it's like this alien dog thing, and the woman ends up having sex with it. And there's a scene in it where she closes the door and runs a bath, and then the room fills with water. <laughs> 
<laughs> it is a weird and very boring film. It's not my cup of tea. But you know what was a good film that won an Oscar was Parasite. I'm, I want to say I wish I'd suggested that. That's an unreal film. Yeah. Well, maybe you can you can save that for your next suggestion, Cameron. Well, yeah, but I've got already, I've got one lined up already. <laughs> we can save the last three films signed. <laughs> That's like six weeks. Yeah, no. I'm enjoying watching films though. It's good, and and it's actually quite fun watching them at the same time as other people. Yeah, yeah. and then we can talk about them. Yeah, if you usually watch a film, you watch a film, then I sit in it like, yeah, that was alright. Oh, that was that was not that good, and then. Done. <laughs> Especially if we want to talk about the Rushy. Have you seen this film, Rush? No. Have you seen this one? No. Surely you've seen this one, Rush. Um, which one was that? Uh, no. Hey, even at work, like <laughs> people just in disbelief about how many films I'd seen. There's a competition between me and one of the other guys who's who's seen the least. I think I'm, I think I'm with it. Yeah, you're gonna leave in dust now. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. So. Right. Well, I hope that my artist suggestion receives as much praise as that film Brent Fires Fuck the World was the album spell it for us Brent yeah F-A-I-Y-A-Z uh, just for those listening if you want to go check it out yeah Brent <laughs> Fires on Spotify that's why I listened to it and Fuck the World is the name of the album which was 20 last year he released it and I think I don't want to put words in your mouths before you give your feedback but I think it's just a really every song on it Strong, every single one. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think it's a good album. It didn't lean me into being like, oh yeah, I want to listen to more of his stuff. But I had a couple of songs to my playlist and stuff like that. I thought it was just a very nice, chilled vibe. It's a bit of a different sound, which is why yeah. it's good to for, good for big playlists because just when it comes on, it just switches up a bit. I, to be fair, I only listened to it in one scenario. Barzi, turn your light red. Alexa, big light red. <laughs> it was like it was lying in bed it was like that and I was just having my headphones in and I was just relaxing and I really enjoyed it and it yeah, gave me the nice. sort of vibes that Barzi's sort of album gave me last week Probably yeah, similar similar sort of situational feel um, it was just you know yeah, nice. It, was nice. It, was nice. it was nice to listen to yeah that's what I'd say I'd say the overwhelming vibe was nice yeah nice I did save his album so that's that's yeah. not bad praise uh, well, my favourite song on it was Been Away. I didn't know if I could give you a favourite song, to be honest. I enjoyed it. I'd give it a... might be biased because I did pick this one, but I'd give it a 8.5 compared to the, the Sabah album, which I gave it 9. <laughs> what did I give to Sabah? 8. 8. I think I enjoyed this a little bit more. Ooh. Yeah. So, 8.2. Oh, nice. <laughs> that, that, so just a little bit more. Yeah, nice. Cal? Well, I gave everything 7.5 last week, didn't I? Yep, yeah. 7.5 across the boards. Very interesting. 8.4. 8. Just because it, it is nice. Put it into the lead. It's nice listening music, but it's not going to change your life. Yeah. No, but it was good. It was good. Good. Right then, to get on with the most interesting part of the podcast, we're going to go through, we've each picked a conspiracy. We're going to present our ideas and then discuss like a nice formal conversation. Um, so anybody wants to, to go first? Me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, picture this, right? Just clear your mind of everything, all right? 
and then just in isolation think of this phrase Stevie Wonder is not blind right? I mean, you introduce you to two people one person who introduced you to this conspiracy theory <laughs> <laughs> so you're very much so, preaching to the choir but Callum yeah. on the other hand not so so <laughs> Callum I don't know if, what your thoughts are on the on the whole debacle any just quick opinions trust do not trust Believe, well, I'm waiting believe. to hear. I'm waiting to hear your reasoning. But if it's ah. true, it would be one of the greatest things that's ever happened in the world. If he's conned everyone into thinking he was blind, because him being blind is part of why he's so popular. So good, yeah, yeah. Okay, just so we can get an um, emphasis of whether your mind has changed or your current opinions. Do you think he can see? I don't think he can, but I wouldn't be surprised. So okay. I'm, re- I'm ready to be won over, basically. Okay. So disclaimer. I don't think he got perfect vision, but I think I think he can he can see things. I don't think he's fully blind. Okay. So what does he claim to be? Blind. Well, I'm pretty sure he claims to be blind. Blind. He claims to be fully blackout yeah. blind. I'm pretty yeah. sure he does. Yeah. Right. Which because he was blind from birth, and I'm pretty sure he's meant to be blackout blind. He went to school for the blind. So if he's not, he's been absolutely conning <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Even for like six. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. So he is a blind. Okay. Now there's a, I've got here six different stories of celebrities, of close friends of Stevie saying or giving reasoning behind why he's not blind. Yep. Okay. So the first is when apparently this is a common one, a favorite of yours, Stevie Wonder picture taking a picture of Michael Jackson's uh <laughs> Michael Jackson's wax wax uh, wax work model, whatever you want to call it. Yeah man's so he's literally got his eye up to the camera and then he takes a picture. Right. Nobody does that if they if they can't see. Right. Yeah. One, what's he looking at? And two, how does he know that that's a thing to do? If he was blind, he wouldn't know that people lift cameras to their eyes to take a picture. So mm. That's a big give. Right? Number two, which I think is a massive one, when he's, I think he's on Jules Holland or some sort of like, no, he's playing at the White House. That's what it is, right? He's playing at the White House. Someone walks past and knocks a microphone stand as they walk past, right? The microphone stand falls over. Steve Wonder puts his arm out and catches it. But it's perfect, perfect catch. Just sticks his arm out, falls right into his hand. No worries. <laughs> yeah. Literally puts it back up. So I mean, he might not be able to see perfectly, but he could definitely see. He could definitely see something. He's not getting the. He's not just getting feelings. Unless the only other option is he's got he's half bat and he's got sonar. Yeah, which would be equally as impressive. Um, But so that was my favourite one because it's just he literally caught himself at his own game. (laughs) So that's that's hilarious. now, three others are ones that I found for like celebs on talk shows. So the first one is was Shaquille O'Neal, who's on the NFL show. NBA. No, he didn't play NFL, did he play basketball? Played NBA. Um, so he was on the NBA show and he comes on. First thing he says, Stevie's not blind. He, he was in his apartment block. Stevie walks out the lift and just says, All right, Shaq, and greets him. Yeah, I've as, seen as if, this clip, like, As if he's just. He can see him across the room, right? Shaq didn't introduce himself. No one said Shaquille O'Neal's over there. He literally just picked him out and said hi to him. 
How's that happened then? I don't know. I don't know about that. How's that happened? He's not. I don't know. I mean, he might be exaggerating the story, but um, you can't do that if you can't see. So that's number three. Number four, Lionel Richie tells a story about when they both get into Lionel Richie's car and Lionel Richie puts his arm over the back of the seat, turns around and starts reversing his car down the drive. I mean, you could probably do that if you can't see, but... Uh, Why is everyone baiting him out? Why is everyone trying to... See, see, see. Also, see. Also, I imagine there's a. I don't know if there's a big group chat with like Lionel Richie, Shaquille O'Neal, Stevie Wonder, yeah. but they're all just like lads. This would be funny. Yeah, it seems like that. Make, make why are they all? That. Why is everyone trying to cut the rug from under him? Like, what? What has he done to them? Don't know. Is, is he still alive, Stevie Wonder? Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure he is. Yeah. I hope it comes out before he dies or after. As soon as he dies, cool. that's the first thing. He's like management release. Yeah, you could see the whole time. To be fair, yeah. it's definitely he definitely can't see everything, but he can definitely see stuff. So he can probably see a piano, <laughs> yeah. which is why he's so famous. Um, and then the last one was with a guy called Anthony Anderson. He was on the t- again the talk show, and he gets asked about it: whether did you challenge Stevie Wonder to a one v one game of basketball? Right, and the first thing he says is. Stevie can see. He doesn't say <laughs> I'm telling you now, Stevie can see. <laughs> and then, and long story short, Stevie, they have a one, no, they play free throws and Anthony Anderson got beat in a game of what yeah. you want to call it, like yeah. a horse or something, to, to Stevie Wonder, who, a guy who can't see. I mean, Stevie Wonder <laughs> is not blind, that guy's really shit at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that is very strong evidence that mm. he can definitely see something or more than he's laying on. But so he's committed to being fully blind since he was born, basically. Mm-hmm. And now I don't believe it. Which I'm very, I'm very glad Barnes introduced me to that fact because now it's something I can't live without. I'm, as long as those facts are real, I'm one over the fact that he's definitely not blind and it's all one massive con and joke for him. <laughs> I'll send you. I'll put... For anyone watching, I'll put the links to the video on the spot on the Spotify. We can do that. Come on, the Instagram in the description. Yeah, and the column I'll send them to you when we get off this, so you can have a watch, or you can Google. But he might just have, he might have peripheral vision. Yeah, I but think... either way, either way, he's. Well, he's only got peripheral vision, and in the middle of his eyes, he's got black circles. <laughs> 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 I don't know how peripheral vision works. I think maybe everything like there is blurred, but you can see the size because. There's no way he's fully, fully yeah, blind. That's what I'm thinking. He can definitely, maybe he can just see shapes, but he can definitely... Has anyone ever, like, thrown something at him? Obviously, the microphone was <laughs> accidental, but has anyone, like, deliberately gone at him and just thrown something at him and seeing if he's reacting? Just punch him, see if he punches. <laughs> I don't know. I think, what I love as well is just the absolute outrageousness of the, uh, the people who made this conspiracy theory. I think it came, I think it, I'm almost 99% sure it came from Reddit as, like, a... One where someone said, "Oh yeah, he's not blind as a joke," and then it turns out actually that people started finding evidence for it, <laughs> and they were like, "Hold on, <laughs> I won't be surprised." That does seem like a very Hollywood thing. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? But it's such a lot allowed to keep up for such a long time. Imagine having to go out in public, and every time you go out in public, you have to pretend that you can't see. <laughs> it must be so hard. <laughs> it must be. Well, clearly, clearly, apparently, he's let it slip a couple times. Yeah. 
Very that true. might genuinely never come out though. That'd be like a JFK. No one knows. No one ever will know. Yeah. Uh, it'd be funny if it was. Quick question: If you could know the result of, like, the correct outcome of one conspiracy theory, maybe we do this afterwards. Okay, yeah, do yeah. afterwards, yeah, do afterwards. And we could pick from all conspiracy theories just to know the answer all to one. Draw the, all the ones in this episode. No, just any. After, so we'll touch on some like honourable mentions after we've done yeah. ours, Barsley. Oh, yeah. You can you can go first, okay. Carl. I'll, I'll, I'll let you. Oh, yeah. Mine's a bit different. Mine's the Tic Tac UFO. So it's semi-conspiracy theory because it's heavily alien-related, but it's also irrefutable evidence of a craft that doesn't operate in a way that our knowledge of physics allows. Yeah. So the video is captured by a US fighter pilot, Captain David Favor, and his crew. Um, I think they were just off the coast of San Diego, near Mexico. Mm-hmm. And they've been flying a routine training mission. And then this object comes up in their targeting system and it's acting bizarrely. It's moving with no shadow, no echo of the movement. So there's no rotor wash. There's no anything that would symbolize that it was being powered by anything that we know, like jet propulsion. So our internal combustion engine, what goes out, powers you forward or whatever. There's none of that. It's literally just moving at will, any direction, any speed it wants, shaped like a tic-tac. And it's also technically committing acts of war because it's blocking their radar system. It's meant to have that's an act of war as well. Just because someone's trying to scan you and you're like, nope, right, that's yeah. war. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Did they engage with it? They tried to they tried to scan it with radar and it jammed it. And they were like, that's an act of yeah, war. They, they were trying to lock onto oh, wow. it. Yeah. And they couldn't get a lock on it because it was moving in such weird patterns. And it was the way it moves, it like I said, it doesn't work in any way that we would I know. Watching, I remember watching this, I think I watched it ages ago with Joe Rogan. And weren't they saying that it doesn't accelerate? It just it like it, it can go it just moves yeah. speed, like as in, yeah. There's no like revving up or power, it's just yeah. gone like, instant. Yeah. And there's, they've got footage of it doing it. Or just going or, or moving yeah. speed, like they got zero. footage of it appearing and then it acceler- accelerates, but it accelerates like nothing else the human race has ever made. Yeah, and on the on the um, scanner or the target, whatever it's showing as like ice cold, not ice cold, but the oh, same yeah. temperature as the sea. There's nothing heating it, it up. I thought it's, I thought it was yeah. like on thermal. It was it was hotter than the the air around it, but not not massively. Yes, it wasn't. There's no way it was a jet engine anything yeah. like that there was no, there was no heat signature at all like no dis- well there was heat signature of the craft but like where you'd expect like the exhaust fumes there was nothing yeah yeah exactly and they also on the podcast he talks about how there was a he thinks there might have been a motherboard under the sea that it was sort of docking to a mothership of some sort maybe. there were shadows and there were shapes oh, yeah, in, yeah, and yeah. underwater yeah maybe the people who live in, in Atlantis sense of it to the surface because that's have, where Atlantis is <laughs> but it doesn't have to doesn't have to move through water anymore it can move yeah. through air really quickly but the other the other conspiracy that this ties directly into have you heard of Bob Lazar yeah I think so he's the, the one who worked out um, yeah so the rocket engineer that was his claim is that he was tasked to back engineer an um, extraterrestrial craft that ran using an anti-massive propulsion system, which would operate exactly like the Tic Tac with no heat signatures, no mm. combustion. It was just movement. 
in whatever direction it wanted to. So it ties in with his theory on how a craft would move if it was yeah. to exist. But antimatter is everywhere. Yeah. And if an alien race has find, found out how to use it and capture it, then that would make perfect sense. Because ex- they know it exists, they just don't know how to use it or get hold of it. But I think if, yeah, if an alien race has figured out antimatter, then that would sing. The fact that these two stories basically support each other in different ways, purely because it, Bob Lazar theory on what he was working on would be exactly what this craft was using to power itself. And the, the clip is scary because it's like, what the fuck is that? It makes no yeah. sense. It's hard to actually see what you're watching and sort of consume it and be like, yeah, I'm, I understand what's going on here. It's, it is not scary, but it's a bit like, what the fuck is that? And also the fact of the source as well, an American Navy captain. Yeah. And also the fact there was, there was multiple people there. It was like, it was four or five of them that all saw it and they'd been monitoring it for weeks. What, the same thing? Yeah. I thought it was just like a five minute thing. You know what I mean? Now the base, the, the ship they were on had been monitoring it for ages. Mm-hmm. And you see some UFO footage and you think, that is clearly just like a weather balloon or like that's just like someone's photoshopped it or whatever. Whereas you can't really argue that because it's coming from a credible source. It's clearly quite credible footage. Okay, another question. Did anyone see it with a naked eye? Yeah. What what did they describe it like? Describe it as? The tic tac. Like was it was it black? Was it white? Was it did it it was too far away for them to see like so for example if you look up into the sky and i think this like if you can see like a plane it's obviously a bit closer than that but you can't make out obviously every plane's going to land you can see but like when it's all at the top when it's got the jet streams and stuff you know it's just Uh, like something there because originally thought it was a um just waves crashing over a rock and then they were like hold on that's that's uh there ain't no wave. <laughs> There's two things it is. It's either a craft that humans have made, mm. some humans, some country have made that is unbelievably next level, or it is alien craft, or it's a combination of both. Yeah. Like it can't be anything other than those two things, which is yeah. mad when you think about it. To extend that topic then, how much do you think has been made by humans that we don't know about? Like as in, how much how much further ahead is technology to the high level than it is to us? In China, very because they're a hundred percent gene editing in China. Gene editing, CRISPR technology. Yeah, you know CRISPR. No, really. Nah. That'll that'll blow your mind. CRISPR is basically you can pick genes. Oh yeah, yeah to pass yeah. on to your children. So you can choose what what hair color they got, how tall they're going to be, what build they're going to have. That's CRISPR basically, and there's no there's no way. I mean, America, Western countries are probably doing it too, but there's no way countries aren't already doing that. Because in the next 10, 15 years, it'll be not commonplace, but it'll be, you'll have the option in some circumstances. Like if you know your child's going to have a certain disability, then you probably have the option to edit the genes using that technology. So I think that's going on right now, somewhere in the world. Mm. But whether they're being released into the public afterwards, I don't know. Interesting. Um, I don't think, I don't think, I don't know whether it, I mean, I 100%, obviously, to me, aliens exist. 100%. The only question is whether they make contact with us or vice versa. That's the only thing that's up in the air. I mean, in my eyes, they're 100% real. But it's whether 
UFC Honestly, as well, if they had made contact What's that, Rich? Then, if they had made contact with us, there's no way we'd know about it. There's no... There'd be 100% mass hysteria across the whole yeah. globe. And what's, yeah, what's stupid yeah. is that we've had what the technology, the radio technology and the telescopes. We've been sending signals out for like 70 years. Yeah, but you've got to think, right? The nearest star to the sun is what? Like light years away, millions of light years yeah. away. And sound is slower than light. <laughs> so it's going to take sound even longer to get there and then get back before even any, like, life gets back on a ship or whatever. You're basically relying on them having the ability to travel at light speed. Yeah, or yeah. faster than light speed. Otherwise, it's going to be long, long generations until anything happens. I think the nearest star, I can't remember what the name is, like, it is 4 million light years away, which is still like, a long time. obscene amount of time. Yeah, yeah so long. We think the, sun, the sun's 8 minutes in light years away, and that's... that's... Well, that would be weird, though, because if aliens have landed and all the stuff is true that we've got air, alien craft... How the fuck did they get it and how long have they been travelling? Well, well, the thing is, you don't know how... Say, for example, an alien life could be at the point of scientific evolution. They could be 20 million years in the future. No yeah. one's at the same level we are. Like, we could have been, like... they could Say, for example, they could have had TVs first invented 20 million years ago. Yeah. And they could also potentially walk space and time. <laughs> and fold the paper and just skip between the two parts like, that is potential go in the black hole go in the wormhole because the, the, our laws of physics do allow for that if you could master it um, you can bend space time I don't know and also nobody knows what happens when you jump into a black hole in, in, into a black hole though, I mean there is a point where light gets sucked in by gravity so if you were to move forward you'd be going faster than light so you would be time travelling so you know what, when it goes what, when it goes black, light can't escape. So if you go in there, who knows what happens? Send Russia up on all crap. <laughs> you cry and you're scared. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So it's, the, the weird thing is it's just beyond it's beyond comprehension. Yeah, yeah, like totally. you, can't, you can't fathom it. That's why it's that's why it scares me, because you I just can't make sense of it in my head. Yeah. But yeah, to sum up, the TikTok TikTok UFO is Probably the best evidence we've got yeah. of alien starcraft, or at least the most credible evidence as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I watched one. There's one guy, on Joe Rogan podcast, a few weeks ago, who can't what his name is, Trevor or something, and he claimed to have been abducted by aliens. <laughs> but his story, if you watch the podcast, his story is scarily like real. Did he get? Did he get beamed up in a like a thing? Something like that, and then, but he was with four other people who all vouch for the story and they've kept it up and they've passed lie detectors they've done all sorts of shit yeah. but that's very different that's wacky talk even if it's real that's wacky compared to this which is just an actual craft that was actually caught on camera that is nobody can explain I mean there's an unsolved um, a Netflix unsolved mystery episode about um, people reckon they've been um, oh, is that the one with the light where the light flashes all over that county yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like someone thinks that there's a car coming towards them about smack them and then mm. they just wake up. I think it's something like they wake up like three days later in like yeah. 30 miles away from where they first went missing. Definitely druggies. Some weird shit happens in the world, doesn't it? Weirdly, a lot of it seems to happen in America. <laughs> <laughs> pointing no fingers. Weird, isn't it, how they all uh, 
the the only people like America only contact people in America in America. Like, they, don't, they don't contact them in like Albania. Just always. But people. there is some logic behind it because all the all of the UFO sightings started after really the nuclear bomb was made. So if there is an overlord alien race somewhere, and we yeah. they see that we've discovered a way to literally destroy the planet, it would make sense for them to sort of come in and probably talk to American government because they were the ones that were the most powerful at the time. Oh yeah, biggest weapons, controls most of the world's media, is the, probably the yeah. biggest influence. Some place you can. So that in. does actually make sense to me as to why they would all be in America. But then it also the fact that it's like not rednecks, but weird counties in the middle of nowhere. Why would they go to them? I don't know. Yeah. There was a, I saw a video on TikTok of a girl that said she slept with an alien. <laughs> <laughs> and his name was Sam Rushworth. With weird with his weird green penis. <laughs> so well, that was an interesting conversation, wasn't it? What's yours, Basley? My conspiracy? Yeah. My is Denver International Airport. And the fact that it is just the weirdest place on in the world. Right, so we'll get your little book of, get your little book of facts out. Right, let's have a little chat. Tell you what, I just I'm gonna start with some some uh, some pic, picture evidence. Just start there, yeah. Carl, we went to an airport when we were travelling, and it had a map of the airport of Denver Airport in it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think it must have done. But I've I've been I've got foot on the ground experience. I've been to Denver Airport. I don't like it. I've never been there, but I don't want to go. It's I've, weird. I shared it in the chat. Look at look what I said. So, horse. This is the horse outside Denver Airport. Right. Okay, right there. Right there yeah, the artwork is fucking it's bizarre. Light blue. It's covered in veins. It's got glowing red eyes. Like, what the hell is that about? Not how big is it? Like twenty-five foot or something like that. It's massive. Right. First of all, that's weird. Right. People were saying it's like basically the whole thing is that. Denver Airport is sort of the base of the New World Order and the new Illuminati, and that's where they're going to start their new world order from. So that's going to be the fourth horseman of the apocalypse, death. And the art, everyone was like, oh, yeah, that's the fourth horseman. Like That's really weird as it's being made. And then the artist only went and got died after being crushed by that horse. So that's number one. The artist got killed to death by the fourth horseman, death. Right? (laughs) Another thing is just about how massive, like, the area around Denver Airport is and how necessary it is and, like, the the underground sort of how much they dug out. So it's 53 square miles of ground at Denver Airport. And to put that into perspective, he throws four square miles. Fifty-three. Yeah. Square miles. So it's got the airport, and then it's bought like fifty-three square miles of ground around it. So that's either to expand, or because they don't want anyone, anyone anywhere near it, to like see what's going on. Right. I'm just gonna Google fifty-three square miles. Right. Is in. How big? What? What else is fifty-three square miles? Well, I don't know because I thought, oh, use Heathrow as an example because surely that's massive. Okay, and that's four. Here you go, Bradley. Here's to 
put it into context for you. I just found something there quickly. Denver International Airport is bigger than San Francisco. Yeah, it's mental. It's massive. That's not what? the actual airport, but the grounds it owns. Literally, so the the tip of where San Francisco is, right, as in probably here, hmm. it's bigger than that. So it covers it covers both side to side, and then the sea to however many miles in. Yeah, it's massive. It's obscenely massive. It's absolutely stupid. Like, why do you need that much land around unless there's some sneaky stuff going on? And also, they dug out. So, so basically, there's a the massive airport on top. It's the sec. It's the second biggest in the world. Um, yeah. The Saudi Arabia, but that's because like everywhere connects through there. Wow. Like, there's so many connecting flights. But Denver equally hasn't got that sort of uh, traffic that like, yeah. Saudi Arabia does. Yeah, what's what's going through Denver? It's the sixth busiest in the US, so it's like it connects a lot in US, I think. But they dug out 120, 110 million cubic yards of ground for the underneath bit, which is where all the new world order shit. So that is, if you went, so if you put four uh, football fields next to each other, like like length, yeah. So like down, so like down, across, and width. So. It is massive. What? So four like the, football fields down, four football fields across, four yeah. fields like the other way. Yeah. So How do you even get that deep? Is that not going into the mantle? Well, because because it's because it's Denver and it's so high, that'd be the optimal place to build an underground base because it's so because it's like a Denver is so a mile. Earth. It's it's called the, I think it's called the Mount Sea because it's so high above sea level. Oh, right. You can dig and you won't hit bedrock or where it comes hard to dig for a long time. So why you got that much underground stuff? Mm. Maybe they've just got a, an airport. Maybe they're going to do a, a big Super Bowl underneath there in a couple of years. <laughs> so there's a massive underground. Why? Also, the budget is originally 1.7 billion that got passed through. It finished at 4.8 billion. Where's that 3 billion gone? Tell you where, underground. The timing, that was out by four years. Where's that time gone? Building shit underground. Four years? Four years. I mean, it sounds like Suska's company Mace were making it. Question. What? Do you know how big the above ground is? Just like a normal airport. How long do they, how long do they take to get, to get built? I don't know, but you've got to build down up, don't you? So it was, took so long because they uh, kept saying, oh, the foundations are taking so long. Uh, yeah. We've got to dig out so much. And then people were saying at the time, they were like, why the fuck are you digging so low? Like, mm. <laughs> you build an airport, commonly airport planes don't need to go underground go much. <laughs> yeah, they go up, not down. <laughs> it's about the ramps for them to take, up, take off. <laughs> yeah. So also what's probably what I think is quite weird, there was no contractor that finished any more than one job. So there's no person in the world that knows, well, supposedly, what the entirety of Denver Airport looks from top to bottom. So there could be all sorts of shit down there you, that people don't know about. Oh, right. So so if someone's coming to build one section, then there were someone mm. else was coming to build another section. And they were... You say that, but something underneath's got to be weird. And someone would surely have been like, that's an odd thing to have under an airport. How's that? Stay quiet. Why have they got four football pitches underneath here? What are these for? 
I think this stinks of like a CIA base or something. It, 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 it's definitely, but then you get to the artwork later on. But before that, you've got so basically, if they did something wrong, so for example, there's an example where there was a five story building on the ground they did wrong, or they claim they did wrong, and they said to the new contractor, Oh, don't knock it down, just build on top of it. Why would you not knock it down unless it wasn't really wrong? Mm. It was perfect for your secret little new world order base. <laughs> and then you get onto the really weird stuff, which is the artwork around the whole place. So I'm going to send them in a chat to you now. Yeah, I've seen some of the artwork, I think. It's all apocalyptic, isn't it? Well, so the first one, I'm just saying to you there now. So there's that guy. I mean, the first one, right? Why is there like a Nazi, massive Nazi-looking yeah. soldier? Yeah. So basically, the whole thing about this new world order base suspectedness is that. Wait, where's the Nazi? Hey, this is it's one. Not, it's Nazi-looking. Oh right, yeah. So he's obviously he's bad time, and he's 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 stabbing a dove, which means he's like stabbing peace. Yeah, yeah. But basically, this is. People have said that this is um, New World Order propaganda. And that's actually a New World Order soldier because the rainbow like going towards him is showing, and the fact that the, his sword's connected to the peace is that he's actually bringing the peace. And the art is a bunch of mothers holding like kids. So people say that if the New World Order were to start their New World Order, they wouldn't wipe out people the easiest way to do it would to be sterilize the population wait a generation and then you've got like a much smaller population to control <laughs> and if you go to the next picture which is at the, the end of that picture is this one where there's all yeah. the people from the different races and there's the new world order soldier supposedly Where's at the he? bottom at the bottom this one much? It might be the last one, the ones I've sent to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got the new one. MH, Peace, Paz. Yeah. Which is peace in different languages. Right. And it looks like he's dead. Yeah. But the doves are sitting on him. So he's holding up the Which symbolises that he has brought the peace. Because the new world older, the whole, like, people think that they would sterilise the population and it bring in the peace where they've got a much smaller population that save the world. Okay, can we take a step back for a second? Yeah. What is, what is the new world New world order? Um, Basically like the know. Illuminati. Right, okay. It's not, and... not a paedophile being that Callum always talks about. <laughs> no. no, that's um, more like the Owl God. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other... Two the, than that one, instead. <laughs> the other two artworks are basically supposedly about how that the environment's being messed up by overpopulation in the first picture. This one with like with the fire and all that and the dead animals yeah, and the I dead was. people. Yeah, yeah. And then the next one it's all hunky dory and all the animals are alive and all this. Who paints that? What? Uh some guy, you can't remember what his name is. But he's Lee he's... Lee Tanguma. Yeah. So basically, it's weird stuff to start painting. To me, and there's stuff my, like there's garbage. Oh, my um, my interpretation of all of this is that the soldier is killing peace, and there's mothers and everything suffering, 
And then the story, humans are killing the planet, animals are sad. And then there's a little rainbow tree that they plant. Everyone's happy. They realise he's to get in touch with Earth again. And then at the end, the soldier's dead. The doves are on the soldier that fucked the soldier because he tried to kill the world. Yeah. I don't see I don't see the New World Order link. And, it, and, it, and it, this is like, it's, it's a subtle link that people think is the New World Order laughing in their faces. Uh, let's get this clear. I am I'm not a tin hat. This is definitely New World Order base. I just think it's interesting. Yeah. I think and, it's it's weird artwork in an airport either way. Yeah, I mean, why why is there a, like a mega Nazi there? I mean, that is like literally that's not a small picture. That is like yeah. a I think it's like a 15 foot tall Nazi looking soldier. Yeah. And like and then the I think the weirdest part of it is you get to the I'll send it now. The um can't what it's called, it's called like the final stone or something. So it's the final stone to put in the airport. And bingo, what's that slap bang in the middle? The Freemasons logo. That is odd. So New World Airport Commission. Yep. So the airport, so yeah, that's also there. But the Freemasons basically is a secret society that people know exists, but as to what they actually do. That's the question. That's the question. The most worshipped Grand Lodge of AF and AM of Colorado, what does that mean? And basically, so it says, it says there, airport commission. <laughs> well, listen, New World Airport Commission contributors, that New World Airport Commission does not exist. It's never existed. You can't find it. If you can't find it anywhere, no commission has ever been called that. And it's connected to the Freemasons on March 19th, 1994, which is when it's meant to be commission, um, when the opening date was. If you add all that up, it's 33, which is the highest ranking of three Freemasons. What? what? I mean, that what? is all... Something we're going on. So what? basically... 19194, thought... nine, nine, that's, that's 33. Well, if you add the... If you add the um... 1 and the 9, the 1 and the 9, the 9 and the 4. Yeah, yeah. So... And the... Um... Whatever the... whatever the If you make March 03... Oh, okay. And 90... Well, it might not be 33, whatever it adds up to, but it's the highest rank in the Freemasons. Nice. Well, I'm, nearly, so I'm, I'm 32 in Freemasons at the moment. <laughs> there, 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 highest rank. So it's just, it's just a bit all. It's a bit weird as to why it's so over budget. Weird artwork sponsored by the Free Worshans and a New World Commission that doesn't exist. Yeah, all right, mate. I'm not convinced. I, I, and there's, there's an elevator that goes down to four three. But it's well known that there's like eight levels. There's no way you can get to levels one and two underground in Denver Airport. So there must be a way, but no way that you, that you can. No way that, that you know a of. normal worker or public could get there. Yeah. And then on the seventh bottom layer, they built a fully automated like a baggage system. So instead of people chucking it onto the right conveyor belts, it was meant to be fully automatic. And they said it didn't work after two months and it was too expensive and they got rid of it. So it's a completely unaban- completely abandoned floor when no one knows what's going down down there. Hmm. Just all a bit weird. What do you think is going on down there, Barnsley? No comment because I don't want the little Illuminati to come get me. If this goes on Spotify, mate, they're knocking at your door soon. 
They're breaking lockdown guide, guidelines to come. <laughs> exactly. I'll report them. A report of social distancing. See how like that. I think there's there's some weird government base. I don't think it's New World Order depth. I think CIA. Something's going on. Like an like a new Pentagon. If it was a government base, I always thought that it's not that bothered. And then I saw the Freemasons logo, and that's never never. Good that is side. odd. That is odd. Yeah. Freemasons are weird. Question. I don't know what the Freemasons are. What are they? It is it's a very secretive group. It's a secret society kind of thing. No one really knows what they do. So is it like the first rule of Freemasons is you don't talk about the Freemasons? <laughs> it's exactly that fight yeah. club. <laughs> they got secret handshakes. There's Masons in England, but they're a bit. They're just like a bunch of old men. Hmm. But then American Freemasons is like the elite, the people that run big companies all get together. That's what. That's similar to the Moloch, the Algos stuff, with all the ex-presidents and CEOs and stuff of major companies all getting together and worship worshiping like satanic rituals. Yeah. Over a burning owl. The Freemasons is probably like the closest thing to what the Illuminati could be if it was real. Yeah. But if that was real, are people like Rupert Murdoch and people that are massively wealthy and powerful and influence, influential, are they part of it or are they just shills? Are they just people that they're using as like little pawns? Are the people behind the powerful people? Well, that's the thing. Have you, seen, have you ever heard about the Rothschild theory? So basically, there is a the theory that there is a family in the world that is more wealthy than any country, any oh, continent oh, put oh, together. But they, they are never seen, no one knows about them, but they pretty much decide what happens in the world. What goes on, who gets in charge. How many Liverpool players get injured. Oh, here we go. <laughs> we did so well. We're having such a nice conversation. I'm blaming the Rothschilds for our demise. I was their fault we're actually doing should, so you should well. blame Thiago for being a mediocre midfielder the Rothschilds are known aren't they so is it not just is it just like them as an example there's, there's a Roth there's, there's Rothschild stuff going on but people think they are actually bigger than they actually are so there's Rothschild they think that because there's like the Rothschild Corporation or something like that in America or Rothschild Bank maybe but they think that they're sort of like the puppets and there's puppeteers who actually own the world's wealth and that wouldn't surprise me. And it's all kind of linked into the new order, the Freemasons, all that sort of stuff. And then they drop in little tic tac UFOs to distract <laughs> everyone from what's actually happening. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I That's... don't believe, believe it, but I think it makes the world a lot more interesting to at least consider these thoughts. Yeah. I think you'd be naive if you said that you just thought everything was face value. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. There's definitely, <laughs> I mean, obviously there's corruption and stuff, and people are paying for different things, but there's. It goes deeper than that. It's also quite. I think it's quite boring to just think the whole world is what you're told. Yeah, like the whole point of it being exciting is to question things that are going on. Just think, yeah. as you know, That's what is in that airport? What's all that three billion gone for? I mean, has anyone ever three billion? Like three a... billion is a lot of money to just be like over budget by. Has anyone ever gone and tried to find out what's going on? Like, try to break in. We could. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know that, to be honest, I didn't. I, that's probably shouldn't have looked at. But I mean, it's an airport. You can't just like waltz into an airport, can you? Yeah, true. I think we should. The size of the ground, you think they could? Yeah. If, so much, if you've got so much space, surely you could get into it. You should, surely the whole of the the like, ground. I mean, you can get into the grounds, but they've got all these grounds. But it's on the big property is underneath, mm-hmm. and the only way you get under, well, unless you've got yeah, a mole machine. You get the ex. Uh, what's he called? The um, 
the dude from Incredibles? Ben Hodgson. <laughs> the Undertaker or some, whatever he's called. No, the Underminer. That's what he's called. Hire a mole, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Barsley, that was, that was interesting. That's right. Definitely the weirdest airport. Yeah. 100%. That's odd. Yeah. I mean, just... Even just... Even if it's perfectly innocent, the artwork's just fucked up. Yeah, and the free and the Freemasons is weird. And the fact that it's the New World Airport Commission, that doesn't that's not yeah. a thing. Like yeah. stop pretending it is a thing. The thing that gets me is just why is it so big? That's honestly my only question at this point. Yeah. What what do you need all that space for? I think that's What's the, the defense? Thing is it. People don't people don't they don't talk about it. Like there's so many, there's just I think that's the thing with Denver Airport is there's so many things. Why? Why is there a massive mm. fuck off blue horse with bright red eyes? I mean, straight up that little seagull. Evil, sorry, not eagle. Why is it so big? Why is there so much stuff underground? Why is all that weird artwork? And why are the Freemasons involved? It's all a bit mm. too hmm. Odd. Well, to finish up, should we all pick the one conspiracy that we wish we knew the answer to? Yeah. So you could, so any conspiracy in the world, you can like you could find out who killed Tupac and Biggie. Okay, well I know what mine is. Or if they're really dead, if Tupac's really dead because some people think he's not dead. Yeah. Yeah. And Elvis. <laughs> Bob Marley. Bob Marley. People think Bob Marley's not dead. People are very convinced Bob Marley's not dead. Mm. Why would you fake your death? I don't get it. Bob Marley. I don't know if I'm getting this right. I don't want to preface this from like an expert, but apparently there was a lot of things that said he didn't like the limelight. He didn't like being a celebrity. He only really liked making music. So he retired to just be, what, retired? <laughs> As in like faking your yeah. death is just retirement. But he was like, fuck this. I'm just going to retire and live a happy, peaceful life. Which... Fair. If you're sick of it, you can't retire. Can you? If you're a celebrity, you can't retire. Like you're... The, only you, yeah. the only way you really can is by faking your own death. Yeah. So is that yours? And you wonder if Bob Marley's alive? No. <laughs> Mine is, I want to know what happened at 9-11. I want to know the truth behind 9-11. Yeah. 100%. That's the one I find most interesting. But we don't have a lot of time to go through that. No, there's definitely something there that they haven't said. Either they knew about it, didn't stop it, or they orchestrated it. Something something deeper than just it happened. Because there's no yeah. way those bullets... I don't think, don't think they did it. Like they do. No 100% they knew what was going on. Yeah. Well, not that 100% they knew, but they, they were prepared and they didn't try and stop it the, the response is what have you seen Vice that's an unbelievable film the Dick yeah. Cheney film the fact that they're like right let's go to Iraq yeah they had everything everything set up exactly lined up contracts ready with the um, big corporations that supply the military and all that it was all ready they were just yeah. waiting for something to happen yeah I mean uh, the, the thing I mean we can't we're already pushing time but it'd be a whole other episode it's, mm. it's just the whole the whole pen if you just Look at the stuff that happened at the Pentagon in 9 11. Yeah. And you try to say, there's no the plane US. at the Pentagon. I, know. It, I mean, it's you look at CCTV. Like a... You look at the CCTV. That's a missile. That's not a plane. Yeah. The hole is like 20 foot wide, not, not a plane. It's like, what, 100 foot yeah. wide? It doesn't make yeah. any sense. Was... All right. So Rushy's going 9 11. Bozzy? Who am I next? Um... Or Cal, if, you, if you're thinking. I've got a short list. I've got either moon landing, but I think that happened. I think that's fake. Was Lee Harvey Oswald alone 
um, actor in killing JFK. And to be fair, I think that's probably my one, JFK. Yeah. Because there's so many people that could have killed him. But I think I've got a feeling it was the mob. It definitely, I think it was probably a tie in between the mob, the CIA. I mean, just everyone who knew stuff about the killing got shot dead. Yeah. Yeah. And they were cursed families, all the Kennedys. They all, they all die. Yeah. Literally anyone who maybe could have spilled anything about it, dead. Yeah. In the Irish the um, Scorsese film, they imply that it was the mob that killed him because he was meant to help them. He was meant to basically give the mob free pass to whoever they want and he went back on his word. So yeah. I'd, well, I'd want to know who, who orchestrated the killing of JFK because there's no question that it was not Lee Harvey Oswald just thinking I'm going to kill him. Or at least so, yeah. And he spent time in Russia before he killed him. Have you seen... Oh, there was it. The Shooter, is it The Shooter? The film where they set that guy up. Yeah, that was cool. It shows how... Obviously, it's a film, but it's how easy... Yeah. You got It can be just to sell people on a lie. Yeah, you put somebody into a situation. Literally, they just just fabricated that situation. He he was seen taking pictures and shit, and then pretty much that's that's him doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I I think he killed him, but it's... Why? There was also other... other shots, why, who paid him, who trained him. Yeah. I mean, also, you get into the... Uh, if you get into JFK, you also time to time travel because of the babushka lady. What? You see that? No. So, in, like, the crowds of the JFK, there's a babushka lady, and she's got, like, a digital camera. There's photos of her with a digital camera in um, the crowd. I'm pretty sure... I might be making this up in my dreams from your faces... <laughs> But I'm almost convinced she's a real person. I'll take your word for it. If not, I'm having some lucid dreams. I haven't Yeah, the unknown woman present during the 1963 assassination who might have photographed the events. I'm having, well, like, vivid dreams at the moment. I can remember everything when I wake up, then I forget. But, like, I don't know. To journal and write them down. I was, in a, I was in like a shoot off the other day. I was at someone's house nice. and someone got shot. I wasn't. I ran away, but someone got shot. I think. I think if I went for a conspiracy, it's quite simple. It's quite close to the UK's heart. Is what happened to Maddie? Oh yeah, that's a good one. Because that's not a conspiracy though. That's just a that's a crime that hasn't been solved yet. I think that's a cop out. I don't think you, yeah, I'm not. I, like, people think it's, I think, spiritually, because I think it is a bit covered up. That, and I think, I think they, they, they did it. They yes, did it. I'm convinced they did it. I'm almost, I'm not fully convinced that they solely did it, but they're involved in some sort of way. I think they might have known what happened. Exactly. I think that makes a conspiracy. But this, that German sex offender, I think that seems like he was in the area at the time. Well, also, have you seen a few things that tied into the... Um, there's a whole thing that's like, oh, it was this man that looks like this. And the pictures of the man were looking exactly like Jelaine Maxwell, who's tied into the whole Epstein thing. Right, well, that's bollocks. <laughs> She's not in the Algarve. You don't know. Having kids. Were you, the, you there when it happened or something similar? Like I wasn't there when it happened, but I've been to Portugal and been a child. <laughs> Close enough. As have a lot of people. <laughs> there you go, there you go. I'll take a picture now. So that was a supposed man who is was associated with stealing Maddie McCann, and that's Jillian oh, Maxwell. Right, on the left, sorry. Oh. 
It's, it's well. horrible, isn't it? And that's the person. I don't like mugshots and shit are horrible. Mm. Oh, sorry, the cartoon drawings. Because watching a Night Stalker and the cartoon drawing of him is like, that is, that is nightmare fuel. That is sleep paralysis. They don't stuff. look disturbing. All like people today. They're just plain face like. Have you seen the. Have you seen the drawing of the bloke who's in everyone's dreams? Right, no. Let's, yeah, let's I'm stopping this right now. <laughs> people should get scared. No, right, um, Barzi banned. You're not, you're not <laughs> putting that picture up. Um, I'm not looking. Oh, he's going to be in my dream. No, you dickhead. It's horrible, isn't it? I hope he's in yours now. You've been looking at him. It sends tingles down your spine when you see him. It's foul. Well, I've never seen him before, so that no, means it's tonight, even. tonight, tonight, tonight. So, thanks for ru- ruining what was an interesting podcast, by <laughs> you knobhead. Um, but, but I think we did like an hour and 15 minutes, so uh, good chat, good chat. We do Super Bowl predictions. So, oh, shit, yeah, Super Bowl predictions. Uh, Chiefs to win. I hope not. I'm going Chiefs winning at half-time, and then Brady come back as per Bucks win. I'm going... Tampa Bay win at halftime. Chiefs getting close. Brady taking it away from him. Tampa Bay winning. Yeah. Ooh. I hope, I hope Tampa Bay win. Why? Why do you not like Chiefs? Big good story. I don't, I don't. Uh, yeah, it's a good story. I've never really hated Brady either. A lot of people hate him, but I hate the Patriots. I don't hate him. They understand why, honestly, like, I don't really follow American football, but I don't know why you would hate <coughs> Tom Brady. Like, because he, he was associated with the Patriots, who are like people say, are people go like, oh, United are cheaters and all yeah, this. Yeah. But anyway. Patriots are literally cheaters, <laughs> winners. They're winners. No, they've been done for cheating like four times since Brady got in the league. <laughs> they've spied on people twice. They've deflated balls, and they've been done for a lot of steads. <laughs> the spying thing, fair. Every club, every team does that in the NFL. Oh, yeah. The Deflate Gate. I don't buy the Deflate Gate. I think that's Goodell. Goodell is also. Not a Nazi, but he's <laughs> he's a rat. He's fascist. He's a pig. He hates. He hates him. He's got a vendetta, which which makes anything that happens to them questionable. Because like, is he just doing it because he's got a personal vendetta against them? Possibly. But there's another conspiracy. We're all done for today, aren't we, Rushy? Um, honestly, my head's frozen, fried, whatever you want to call it. Too much information. Too much information <laughs> so thanks for listening. I think I what do you reckon three people are gonna listen to me? Stevie, shout out Stevie, Liam, hey. shout out Liam, and phew, gotta think of another person. Uh us. Us three. That's what you need. So uh right. Cheers boys. I'll catch you on Xbox in a couple of minutes. On Xbox? Oh yeah. Do some packs. Right. <laughs> See you later. See ya. Bye.